Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Whitfield Report podcast. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting here live from sunny South Florida here at NGC Studios, and I want to thank you so much for joining us uh, live on a Thursday night. Uh, yes, I know. I'm usually not live on Thursdays. I do try and do an audio podcast uh, on Thursdays. Um, but today was actually my first day uh, back at class, uh, which is where I was this afternoon. Um, so anyway, welcome to the show. Um, and for those of you who I uh, haven't been here the last couple weeks. Yes, I am back in the uh, regular studio. So hello to Fell in a Meadow. Hello to a Mint Conditioned Chicken. Um, and Apex Gamma should be joining me shortly, maybe. But hopefully you all can hear me. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have... Holy <laughs> Hi buddy. Hi Chad. Holy shit, I need to turn down the volume too. On uh on Discord. Holy shit that that is loud. Hold the fu- hold Hold on. Um Funniest thing I've seen in a hot minute. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, well, there might be some real clippable moments uh, tonight, just depending on what go- goes on. I know for sure Alan has already clipped that. Um. <laughs> I don't know, man. The fact that I could, like, scare you and not not be there, <laughs> you know, like, not physically present, just like... <laughs> yeah, well, I just... I just... I just potted you way down so you're not blasting my eardrums out. Uh, no, nah, it's it's no problem. It's it's probably me because the uh, the mic I was using last week was shit. So I decided to uh, sw- switch back to the old one, red one. So yeah, that's my uh, fault. But at least we can laugh a little bit before I, I don't we get into the meat because uh, i know what the show's about but i just want to update both you and because uh recently when i vacation i told you how i was trying to get a grip on my like get a rebirth my mid-30s rebirth on skateboarding i bought a skateboard and trying to skate again right yeah in an effort to further that um i was having some shoes that i had were like literally 10 year old Supras, you know, were my preferred style of skate shoe. So today, the mall, and I'm, I decided I'd buy a new pair of fucking skate shoes, and I really love them. They're Vans. I fucking hated Vans. So on the way home, I stopped at. 
decided to try this. <laughs> That's feeling good. Uh, cute little Mexican broad with me. You know, she was uh, sitting in the shade, just kind of watching as I scooted around. And I was autistically committed to doing this like five uh, O grind, you know, like a wheelie grind on a on this flat rail. And like the sixth or seventh time I tried it, after about an hour and a half of being there, I fell and I felt pretty good. And I looked at my hand, and my thumb on my left hand was pointing. Ooh. Yeah. And the thumb was pointing up. So I like, oops. Grabbed it. Pulled it. Oof. And that. I currently have a big old bag of ice on my hand. I mean, my thumb's fine. I didn't break nothing. Uh, but. Mid 30s. Everyone's like, dude, you know you can't. You know you're not fucking 15, 18, 20 years old anymore. Gonna hurt. Like, if it, I almost broke my thumb. I didn't. I mean, I guess it's not that funny, but I thought it was funny. I got these brand new shoes. Stopped at the skate park. It's feeling good. The shoes feel fucking amazing, by the way. It's like 98 degrees outside. No wax on this fucking. I'm sorry. Anyway, if it if it makes you feel any better, my neighbor, uh, who is about like fifty three, I think, decided it would be it would be hilarious uh, to try and like. So, my one neighbor Terry has a, has like a. I'm not. Oh, I'm not hearing. Huh. Um. Hold on a sec. If I turn my if I turn my volume down now, is that any better for for the chat? One of the things that does suck about OBS is that is that we we can't hear what the chat hears. There's some white noise. Huh. Oh, you know what? Is this any better? Boomer Sam is at it again. Hold on. Let's see. We're we're sec- a couple seconds behind. Let's see. In real time. Uh, now it's buffering. <laughs> you know what? Are you? Are you playing? Are you, I'm literally playing this stream live. Yeah. So, so that's what they were hearing up to the point you held the mic up to your face. So it it appears. It appears that that has killed the white noise. So okay, okay, did it. okay, yeah, because my my fan is uh, my yeah my fan is kicking off. So that is uh, that's probably what's going on. Um, there is actually there is actually still some weird white noise going on. You know what? I'm gonna bail and come back and see if that helps.
Okay. Yeah, because I have I have like noise uh I have like a noise gate on this thing in OBS and like I have all the OBS filters set um to this. So uh let's see. Boingo says still some weird white noise. Huh. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Um Oh, Apex is crazy quiet. Yeah, well I uh Yeah, uh you might need to turn me back up, buddy, because on the stream I'm like really whisper quiet. Okay, yeah, let me Alright, well I think um I just turned you up in OBS. Let me let me turn you up. You were at like I think I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Okay. You might need to turn you down a little bit because I think moving the mic closer is kind of blowing it out. We're doing it live, folks. We're doing it live. Yep. Uh, All right. So until somebody else complains, let's move along to our joke. Our jester in chief. What do you say? Yeah, hmm? I, I'm. I'm not sure if this is going to be like a happy clown moment or a sad clown, like a poly. No, this is very. No, this is very much a sad clown moment. If you, in my personal opinion, this is the most disgraceful shit I've ever seen, and it's pathetic, and it's only funny because it's so deeply those things. You know what I mean? It's it's so bad that you almost have to laugh at it, is what you're saying, right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Like most things in life, it's what can we do, um, as just normal as people, other than try to. I mean, it's not good to laugh at tragedy in its face unless it's your own, right? I suppose, but. Um, but again, yeah, what are we supposed to do about it if not make uh, some sort of fun of like have some sort of laugh out of it? I guess find some humor in it for fuck's sake. Oh, damn it, we're all gonna die. So, so um, this is coming from uh, I guess CNBC's YouTube channel, which I know, uh, but they were the ones who had the stream without, like, the four-hour window, like, pre-warm-up, so... Look at the... <laughs> look at the ratio. 1.8 thumbs up to 6.6 .6 down. Yeah, that's... 200, uh... 260k... 260k views. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Bruce says, you're welcome, Sammy. And then a laughing... Uh, a laughing emoji. <laughs> I don't... Who knows what she means? <laughs> I, uh... I'm assuming that she quit either the jump or something else, or she's going to make a video about how uh, we're gay again or something. So. Oh, boy. Listen, man, just so you can just stop putting that out into the ether. It's fine. You know, I'll be gay for you as long as we're on the Internet, Sammy. But as soon as that rape chair gets close to me, I'm sorry. I have guns. Well, <laughs> I don't know that they'll help, but. Well, uh, you know, 
your alter ego drunk pex uh said on that one stream i'm retarded sammy and after tonight that may no longer be the case because from what i'm hearing uh biden has biden has made down syndrome uh look like high <laughs> q you you know what he has he has fucking what 90 year old you know man 50 year politic brain fucking rot he's a puppet man I, but this is just oh. th this is significantly worse than anything anyone i think alive has ever seen holy shit yeah you weren't kidding about the ratio 6 uh 0.6 downvote yeesh to just a that oh my god yeah this is bad Alright, playing the tape for those listening on audio. A tough day. This evening in Kabul, as you all know, terrorists attacked that we've been talking about, worried about, that the intelligence community has assessed, uh, has undertaken... <clears throat> An attack by a group known as ISIS K <clears throat> took the lives ISIS of what? American service members. ISIS K? You mean? So wait, just like the, just like I'm sorry, just like the, uh, you mean just like COVID has new variants now? ISIS has new variants. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting from this. ISIS K. Standing guard at the airport, wounded several others seriously. He had also wounded a number of civilians, and civilians were killed as well. I've been engaged all day in constant contact with the military commanders here in Washington and the Pentagon, as well as in Afghanistan and uh, Doha. And... Uh, my commanders here in Washington in the field have been on this with great detail, and you've had a chance to speak to some so far. The situation on the ground is still evolving, and I'm constantly being updated. <clears throat> These American service members who gave their lives, it's an overused word, but it's totally appropriate here, were heroes. Heroes who have been engaged in a dangerous, selfless mission to save the lives of others. I, I'm sorry, but how is the word heroes overused when it comes to the military? Well, as uh, I believe we find out later in this thing, towards the end, the questionnaire part, it's, just, it's all a script. This is not... Our, this is not Joe Biden's words. This is some conglomeration of fucking people putting words into this puppet's mouth. Yeah. With their hand, you know, the metaphorical hand of his ass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, geez, who could have seen this coming? They're a part of an airlift, an evacuation effort unlike any scene in history. With more than 100,000 
American citizens, American partners, Afghans who helped us, and others taken to safety in the last 11 days. Just in the last 12 hours or so, another 7,000 have gotten out. They were part of the bravest, most capable, the most selfless military on the face of the earth. And they're part of simply what I call the backbone of America. They're the spine of America, the best the country has to offer. Jill and I, our hearts ache, like I'm sure all of you do as well. For all those Afghan families who lost loved ones, including small children, or been wounded in this vicious attack. And we're outraged as well as heartbroken. <clears throat> Being the father of an Army major who served for a year in Iraq and before that was in Kosovo as a U.S. attorney for the better part of six months in the middle of a war. When he came home after a year in, a, in Iraq, he was diagnosed, like many, many coming home, with an aggressive and lethal cancer of the brain. We lost. We have some sense, like many of you do, what the families of these brave heroes are feeling today. Sure. Um, not only is... I mean, what I'm, what I'm really picking up, I can barely pay attention to what he's actually saying. Because he's reading it like an old fucking man reads a, a bedtime story to a grand, like a, a child that he doesn't care about, like he doesn't even know exists. He was just put there with words in front of him. And he's just, there's literally no, uh, you know, emotion in anything that's, that's coming out of this man's mouth. None. I, I mean, am I wrong about that? Up it up to this point where he's talking about his son, I would have to agree. Um, you know, and when his when his son, uh, you know, did pass away a few years ago, you know, I generally did feel bad for him. I don't think I don't think there was anyone who you know didn't have sympathy for him but th this may be the only genuine part of the of the speech so far go on from just from what i'm picking up you get this feeling like you're being sucked into a black hole in the middle of your chest there's no way out my heart aches for you and i know this we have a continuing obligation, <clears throat> a sacred obligation to all of you, families of those heroes. That obligation is not temporary. It lasts forever. The lives we lost today were lives given in the service of liberty, the service of security, and the service of others, in the service of America. Like their fellow brothers and sisters in arms who died defending our vision and our values in the struggle against terrorism, of the fall on this day, 
They're part of a great and noble company of American heroes. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. I will defend our interests and our people with every measure at my command. Why don't I believe that? But, but do, you, do you believe that? Does, do you think anybody believes that? I, well, I was just going to say, but, but Joe, you, you abandoned all of our bases uh, in Afghanistan 11 days ago. You've already failed at that tremendously so no uh, apex to answer your question i i don't and i don't i right. don't think anyone right. does um real quick uh bruce sitting in the chat bringing some levity saying uh black hole is racist um <laughs> what makes you that's think, right what makes you think my black hole wants to uh absorb all your white stars uh bring levity to this thank you brew hell yeah um hell yeah over the past few weeks <clears throat> i know you're many of you're probably tired of hearing me say it yes you've been made aware by our intelligence community that the isis k an arch enemy the Taliban, people who were freed when both those prisons were opened, has been planning a complex set of attacks on the United States personnel and others. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. But, Joe, you said back in early July that the Taliban or the Taliban or whatever you want to call them and ISIS, they weren't going to be a problem because 300,000 Iranians were trained, uh, you know, strongly to, you know, defend uh, Af- Afghanistan. Uh, 300,000 Afghanistan, Afghanis. So again, you know, this was your fuck up. This is why, from the outset, I repeatedly said this mission was extraordinarily dangerous and on why I've been so determined to limit the duration of this mission. As General McKenzie said, this is why our mission was designed, this is the way it was designed to operate, operate under severe stress and attack. We've known that from the beginning. As I've been in constant contact with our senior military leaders, and I mean constant, round the clock, and our commanders on the ground throughout the day, they made it clear that we can and we must complete this mission, and we will. And that's what I've ordered them to do. We will not be deterred by terrorists. We will not let them stop our mission. We will continue the evacuation. I've also ordered my commanders to develop operational plans to strike ISIS-K assets, leadership, and... 
he literally he just said that we will not be the terrorists do not dictate or whatever the fuck he just said it was literally five fucking seconds ago uh i got some weird noise coming through your mic man um but uh you know there was an august 31st deadline uh-huh. remember that oh yeah supposedly cia director cia somebody met with <laughs> taliban leadership that taliban claims never happened um asking for an extension and that there's all sorts of so we're absolutely bowing to the whims of the taliban now isis has claimed um responsibility for the bombings earlier uh i don't i mean i don't know anyway it's so yeah we but the biden administration absolutely and so has the last several administrations negotiated with terrorists. So sorry, but, I didn't mean to. But but again, Apex, I want to I want to remind you and remind everyone else that back in July, ISIS and the Taliban weren't going weren't going to be a problem, according to uh, old Joe here, because the Afghanis had under under control. Hey, pra- practice your ASMR voice when you're holding it that close. You're kind of blowing your uh, mic out. There we yeah. go. <laughs> they, they had, yeah, it, so, they had it under control, man. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, play. I'm Jabraco Biden. We will respond with force and precision at our time, at the place we choose, in the moment of our choosing. Here's what you need to know. These ISIS terrorists will not win. We will rescue the Americans. We will get our Afghan allies. And our mission will go on. America will not be intimidated. And I have the utmost confidence in our brave service members who continue to execute this mission with courage and honor to save lives and get Americans, our partners, our Afghan allies out of Afghanistan. Every day when I talk to our commanders, I ask them what they need. What more do they need, if anything, to get the job done? As they will tell you, I granted every request. I reiterated them today on three occasions that they should take the maximum steps necessary to protect our forces on the ground in Kabul. And I also want to thank the Secretary of Defense and the military leadership of the Pentagon and all the commanders in the field. There has been complete unanimity from every commander on the objectives of this mission and the best way to achieve those objectives. Those who have served through the ages have drawn inspiration from the book of Isaiah when the Lord says, Whom shall I send? Who shall go for us? American military has been answering for a long time. Here I am, Lord, send me. Here I am, send me. Each one of these women and men of our armed forces are the heirs of that tradition of sacrifice, of volunteering to go in harm's way, to risk everything, not for glory, not for profit, but to defend what we love and the people we love. And I ask that you join me now in a moment of silence for all those in uniform and out, uniform, military and civilian, who have given the last full measure of devotion. 
Thank you. May God bless you all, and may God protect his troops and all those standing watch for America. We have so much to do. It's within our capacity to do it. May God smite you, you miserable old fuck. Sorry. So I'm assuming there's going to be a Q&A at this point, because even though the, even though the speech is, even though the speech was Ooh. bad... Oh, Sam, you don't even know this, do you? You don't even know this part up to this point? I, so, I I was gone all day. Um, oh, boy. I, yeah, and my, uh, my, my phone was blowing up this afternoon. This afternoon, so yeah, I, yeah, when when I when I said on Twitter earlier tonight, folks, that I apparently missed a shit show. I I wasn't kidding. This is why I'm doing this stream right now. I am live reacting to this. Uh, you know, I realize I'm a bit late to the party, but yeah, uh, you're you're watching me or listening to me react to this in real time. So yeah. We just have to remain steadfast. Steadfast. We will complete our mission, and we will continue after our troops are withdrawn to find means by which we can find any American who wishes to get out of Afghanistan. We will find them, and we will get them out. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell, NBC. Did you hear that, Sam? Said leaving Did you hear what he just Afghanistan. said? He, he said the first person I was instructed to call upon was some... All caps, motherfucker. Instructed. I was instructed to call on. Fuck me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, you you wouldn't have caught Trump doing that. That's for sure. Even if it was scripted, he wouldn't be so fucking. It wouldn't be so goddamn obvious, man. Like uh, there is a there is a such thing as a perception of strength. It's all an act, you know. Yeah. Which is why I think it's appropriate that Joe Biden is our fucking president right now, because the facade is coming down, bro. Um, Ooh, yeah. not, not just here in this country, but, uh, in a, not just politically either, but, um, yeah, I mean, Biden was getting some unnecessary praise last week for, uh, his, you know, the way he, his press conference about Afghanistan went about something about like wow it's not our problem like oh so everyone's like oh base still it's base no that dude no <laughs> no like he's not fucking ron paul up there he he is pulling out any fucking card or, well i'm sorry his um speech writers are, are pulling out every fucking stop to yeah so anyway you know I'm, I'm, I've, I've been instructed to call on who just fucking whatever. I am glad that you brought up Ron Paul, though, because uh, Bruce City has posted uh, some Ron Paul videos in her Discord over the past couple of days, and 
I want to point out that Ron Paul... I wouldn't Paul, know. I want, to, I want to point out that Ron Paul is 91, and he's more cognitive. That nigga had a heart attack on live stream a few months back. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. But, like I said, the dude is 91, and he is still fully there. And he survived a heart attack. Biden, granted, is old, but he's only 70-something. Um, I don't have my phone on me, but I know, I know Biden is in his mid-70s, and he can't string a sentence together. I think he's 78, but anyway, go ahead. I mean, still roughly a... 20-year difference almost, so. It's in the national interest of the United States. After today's attack, do you believe you will authorize additional forces to respond to that attack inside Afghanistan? And are you, are you prepared to add additional forces to protect those Americans who remain on the ground carrying out the evacuation operation? I've instructed the military, whatever they need, if they need additional force, I will grant it. But the military from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, the Joint Chiefs. He looks like he's searching for his words right now. But commanders in the. Yeah. Now, play. now go ahead, play. Fields. I want to see what he says. They've all contacted me one way or another, usually by letter, saying. They subscribe to the mission as designed to get as many people out as we can within the time frame that is allotted. That is the best way they believe to get as many Americans out as possible and others. And with regard to finding, tracking down the ISIS leaders who ordered this, we have some reason to believe we know who they are, not certain, and we will find ways of our choosing without large military operations to get them, wherever they are. Um, Trevor, Reuters. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, there's been some criticism, uh, even from people in your party, about the dependence on the Taliban to secure the perimeter of the airport. Do you, do you feel like there was uh, a mistake uh, made in that regard? No, I, I, I don't. Look, um, <laughs> Jesus what? Christ, dude. Wait, no, I, I saw something earlier, and I have not seen confirmation of it yet. Uh, but I've seen a few people citing it, saying it's it's real. That oh no, Politico posted an article actually that uh, the United States, you know, American either service members or somebody gave names, green cards, uh, and like phone numbers or something of both military servicemen and Afghani, uh, like. You know, our allies, whatever, you know, interpreters and shit, people that yeah. we're supposed to be taken care of, literally gave their names, green card info, and contact info to the Taliban to do security for Americans and American soldiers and American allies in Afghanistan. That's, that's true. That's not fake news. 
That's what this reporter is asking him. Holy shit. I mean, I, yeah. I I would I would ask if you're serious, but I I know I know you're serious. Holy, Seri- I mean, I've I, I I I'm not in the military. I can't confirm that. I'm just going off of what I'm reading. Yeah, no, like I said, I believe <laughs> I believe you. It's just, uh, oh. yeah. question very well. The fact is that. We're in a situation, we inherited a situation, particularly since, as we all know, that the Afghan military collapsed 11 days before, in 11 days. But again, Joe, you said they won it back in July, and I know I'm repeating myself, but I didn't want to, I don't, I don't often like to say I knew that this was going to be clusterfuck, but I, I... I did kind of call this like no, it's bad, man. This is it, it's bad. It's absolutely it's it's bad for yeah for the Americans and for I mean I don't know. It's certainly bad for our service men and women and our allies that we have literally just said yep. It seemingly just yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah. That. It is in the interest of, as Mackenzie said, in the interest of the Taliban that, in fact, ISIS-K does not metastasize beyond what it is, number one. Number two, it's in their interest that we are able to leave on time, on target, as a consequence of that, the major things we've asked them, moving back the perimeter, giving more space between the wall, stopping vehicles from coming through, etc., searching people coming through, it is not what you'd call a tightly commanded, regimented operation like the U.S. is, the military is, but... They're acting in their interest, their interest. And so, by and large, and I've asked the same question to military on the ground, whether or not it's a useful exercise, no one trusts them. We're just counting on their self-interest to continue to generate their activities. And it's in their self-interest that we leave when we said and that we get as many people out as we can. Like I said, even in the midst of everything that happened today, over 7,000 people we've gotten out, over 5,000 Americans over. So uh, it's not a matter of trust. It's a matter of mutual self-interest. And, uh, but... There is no evidence thus far that I've been given as a consequence by any of our commanders in the field that there has been collusion between the Taliban and ISIS in carrying out what happened today, both in front of the hotel and what is expected to continue 
for uh, beyond today. Um, Amir, Associated Press. Thank you, Mr. President. You have spoken, um, again, powerfully about uh, your own son and the weight of these decisions. With that in mind, and also what you've said, um, that the longer we stay, the more likelihood that there would be a major attack. How do you weigh staying even one more day, considering what's happened? Because I think what America says matters. What we say we're going to do in the context in which we say we're going to do it, that we do it. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Exceptional changes. This is pretty exceptional. Additional American citizens. There are additional green card holders. There are additional personnel of our allies. There are additional SIV card holders. There are additional Afghans that have helped us. And there are additional groups of individuals that have been contacted us from women's groups to NGOs and others who have expressly indicated they want to get out and have gathered in certain circumstances in groups on buses and other means that still presents the opportunity for in the next several days between now and the 31st to be able to get them out. And our military, and I believe, to the extent that we can do that knowing the threat, knowing that we may very well have another attack, the military has concluded that's what we should do. I think they're right. I think they're correct. And after that, we're going to be in a uh, circumstance where there are, will be, I believe, numerous opportunities to continue to provide access for additional persons to get out of Afghanistan, either through means that we provide and or are provided through in cooperation with the Taliban. They're not good guys, the Taliban. I'm not suggesting that at all. But they have keen interest. As many of you have been reporting, they very much would like to figure out how to keep the airport open. They don't have the capacity to do it. They very much are trying to figure out whether or not they can uh, maintain what is a portion of an economy that has become not robust but fundamentally different than it had been. And so there's a lot of reasons why they have reached out, not just to us, but to others, as to why it would be continued in their interest to get more of the personnel we want to get out, we can locate them. Now, there's not many left that we can assess that want to come out. There's some Americans we've identified and contacted the vast majority of them, not all of them, who don't want to leave because they have their dual nationals, they have extended families, etc. And there's others who uh, 
are looking for the time. So that's why we continue. I'll take a few more questions. And uh, but you, sir. I wanted to ask you, uh, you say that what America says matters. Um, What do you say to the Afghans who helped troops um, who may not be able to get out by August 31st? I say we're going to continue to try to get you out. It matters. Look, I know of no conflict as a student of history, no conflict where when a war was ending, one side was able to guarantee that everyone they wanted to be extracted from that country would get out. And think about it, folks. I think it's important. I know the American people get this in their gut. There are, I would argue, millions of Afghani citizens who are not Taliban, who did not actively cooperate with us as SIVs, who have given a chance, they'd be on board a plane tomorrow. It sounds ridiculous, but the vast majority of people in communities like that want to come to America, given a choice. So getting every single person out is can't be guaranteed by anybody because there's a determination all who wants to get out as well. At any rate, it's a process. I'm sorry, but we should focus on getting the Americans out first and foremost. End End of story. And then we're there. yeah 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 absolutely. I mean I I mean I shouldn't even have to say that, but here we are. Um, oh boy, yeah this is this is not good. I was really pointing to you, but you sir. Um. Thank you, Mr. President. There are reports that U.S. officials provided the Taliban with names of Americans and Afghan officials uh, to evacuate. Were you aware of that? Did that happen? And then, sir, did you personally reject a recommendation to hold or to recapture Bagram Air Force Base? Here's what I've done. Let's answer the last question first. On the tactical questions of how to conduct an evacuation or a war. Wait, wait, wait. So, uh, so Taliban took over Bagram. That's what I'm hearing. Um, I think they've taken the whole country. I mean, oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I gather up all the major military personnel that are in Afghanistan, the commanders, as well as the Pentagon. And I ask for their best military judgment. What would be the most efficient way to accomplish the mission? And Commander uh, Ashvan Lena 
uh, identifying as she, them, they, uh, walked right up to me with lipstick on her eyebrows and fucking <laughs> blush on her tongue for some reason because she identifies as makeup sexual. You see, she's our lead commander. She done told me. No, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Tell us what she, what she told us, Joe. That Bagram was not much value added. That it was much wiser to focus on Kabul. And so I followed that recommendation. You know, I, I, I know, I know uh, some veterans that served uh, at Bagram. So I'm sure they would love to hear that the place where they called home for several years and it's not that big of a deal in terms of strategy sure that was one of our, that was our main base but eh, in the long run it doesn't matter <laughs> no it with doesn't with regard to there are certain circumstances where we've gotten information, and quite frankly, sometimes from some of you, saying you know of such and such a group of people are trying to get out and are on a Whoa. Okay, so he's saying he's getting intel from the press in in the fucking White House press room. That's what he just said, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Biden... Biden, uh, you know, he he re... What what you what you need to understand, Apex, is that um, Biden reads the reads the real newspapers. Uh, you know he he follows like the actual newspapers, and not like you know any of these fake news websites like uh, like the Orange Badman did. You see, so like so Biden actually knows what's going on in the world. So I'm told. You, right. You, you you got that, Jack? <laughs> Listen, man. I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. Play the video. Moving from oh fuck other people, and this is their location. And there have been occasions when. Our military has contacted their military counterparts in the Taliban and said this, for example, this bus is coming through with X number of people on it, made up of the following group of people. We want you to let that bus or that group through. So, yes, there have been occasions like that. And uh, to the best no. of my knowledge, in those cases, the bulk of that has occurred. They've been let through. But I can't tell you with any certitude. Oh, certitude, that's a word. There may have been, but I know of no circumstance. It doesn't mean it's not, it didn't exist. So the president of the fucking United States is sitting here telling the press and the world that he doesn't know for sure if the Taliban have been given names of American citizens and servicemen to provide them effectively security to pass through to the airport so they can come the fuck home safely. Uh, he can't. He can't say that with any certitude. Fuck's sake. And yeah, and and keep in mind too that this is the guy who was 
brought on uh, Obama's ticket way back when because of his foreign policy experience. Uh, what a, uh, you know, in, in Obama's presidency in terms of foreign policy was a shit show too. And, you know, with this guy as one of Obama's main policy advisors, it, it's, you know, it's n no wonder. Yeah. And, and that was when Biden was all there. Two. Yeah. Right. That here's the names of twelve people. They're coming. Let them through. It could very well happen. I'll take one more question. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Let me take the one question what from a the fucking most joke. interesting guy that I know in the press. What? Uh, uh, wait. What? What is this body language? What is happening right now? Hold on a second. Yeah, back. Yeah, back that up, please. Our military has contacted their military counterparts in the Taliban and said this, for example, this bus is coming through with X number of people on it, made up of the following group of people. We want you to let that bus or that group through. So, yes, there have been occasions like that. And to the best of my knowledge, in those cases, the bulk of that has occurred. They've been let through. The bulk of. I can't tell you with any certitude that. The you, do, you, do you mean certainty? Certitude. Yes. Certitude. Certitude is not a word. I'm. I'm going. I'm going to use that in my next paper. When my professor says it's not a word, I'm just going to say, well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on, Sammy. We're both fucking retarded. Uh, Joe Biden just. Got one over on a certitude is means absolute certainty or conviction that something is the case. It's actually a word. I didn't think oh. it was a word. It doesn't sound like a word when it comes out of that fucking retard's mouth. But go on. <laughs> okay, well, thanks to whoever corrected us uh, in the chat. No, that was me. I just Googled it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Google, I guess. What the fuck? Am I, what am I here for if not to be a co-host slash producer? I, I appreciate it. And trust me, compared to uh, compared to this, neither the rest are retarded. But we'll we'll get to that in a sec. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's been a list of names. I know there may have been, but I know of no circumstance. It doesn't mean it's not didn't exist. That here's the names of twelve people. They're coming. Let them through. It could very well have happened. I'll take one more question. Wait, 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 wait. Let me take the one question from the most. Interesting guy that I know in the press. Wait. So he's... He's picking someone who he thinks is going to give him, like, a softball question. No, no, Sammy, If at the very beginning of this, I asked you if you caught that. Because he literally had a list of reporters that he was instructed, quote-unquote instructed, to call on i i yeah I, I caught that part so so this is the last of those instructed um you know reporters to call on which is why he's clutching that fucking binder, binder thing like a goddamn bible on his deathbed what the fuck 
go ahead. Please play that. I want to hear what's going on here. Oh. That's you. Mr. President, there had not been a U.S. service member killed in combat in Afghanistan since February of 2020. You set a deadline, you pulled troops out, you sent troops back in, and now 12 Marines are dead. You said the buck stops with you. Do you bear any responsibility for the way this is unfolded in the last two weeks? I bear responsibility for fundamentally all that's happened of late. Here's the deal. Of late. You know, I wish you'd one day say these things. You know, as well as I do, that a former president made a deal with the Taliban. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. American force. Oh. Orange man. Look, I bear responsibility for all that has happened uh, of late. <clears throat> but, you know, the but, former president, you know, he... Not only did he not, did he go, you know, 40, the longest uh, time in any, in American history that a new president has not started or started a foreign conflict. Um, Well, certainly troops died under his, you know, presidency, but not like this. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, granted, Trump Trump had like small military operations, but the key there is small military operations operations not like trump didn't start a full-scale war um so but so translation biden yeah it's my fault but the orange bad man is really to blame for this yeah so it's my fault but it's not actually my fault guys that's literally what he fucking just said this is like toddler level shit you know what I mean? Like, look, uh, I see, I see the fucking watermelon on your hands. You've got seeds on your shirt, you little shit. Just admit that you ate the watermelon. Okay, okay, I ate the watermelon, but only because my sister uh, made me. You know, it's that that sort of shit. Yeah. Oh God. Out of. Afghanistan by May 1. In return, the commitment was made, and that was a year before. In return, he was given a commitment that the Taliban would continue to attack others, but would not attack any American forces. Remember uh, that? No. I'm, I'm being... I don't remember that. Uh, no, I, I don't remember that part. No, I'm asking you a question. uh, Who were the others, though? No, 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 wait a minute. I'm asking you a question. Is that that accurate, the best of you or not? What? Oh, boy. So, someone sent me a screen... Someone sent me a screenshot of this specific moment because I tweeted, mm-hmm. yeah, I tweeted that I missed the shit show and this exact light here was what someone, oh, fuck, yeah, it all makes, yeah, this makes sense now. Oh, boy, I am going to, I'm, I'm going to finish this, but I'm going to go ahead and because why not? I'm going to hit the down vote button on this. 
Um, yeah, please do. Yeah. Pulling out about things are just the way that things happen. I think they have an issue that people are likely to get hurt. Some, as we've seen, have gotten killed, and that it is messy. The reason why, whether my friend will acknowledge it or has reported it, the reason why there were no attacks on Americans, as you said, from the date until I came into office, was because the commitment was made by President Trump, I will be out by May 1st. In the meantime, you agree not to attack any Americans. That- no, it's because Trump actually has balls and cojones and no one in that region wanted to, wanted to fuck with him because... But, go ahead, go ahead, sir. Because they know that if he did, Trump wasn't going to fuck around and, uh, you know, they saw what happened with, with uh, Soleimani. Soleimani was planning a, an attack on this country Trump, you know, droned his ass, and they all went, holy fuck, this dude doesn't play around. So, yeah. Yeah, he was like a top general. He was a top, he was like a top general for fucking a major country, you know, and just fucking delete. Um, yeah, I had something to say, but I lost it. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, no. I no. I was actually an expansion on something I was talking about on the the last Whitfield report, I believe, where I brought up how Trump, um, like, axed some CDC, you know, emergency, you know, viral infection fucking branch of the you know government or something. He like. He got rid of it, called it a waste of money or whatever, and then like right. eight months later, fucking COVID broke out. Yeah. Well, it is not only common, it is literally par for the course that new presidents pick up old presidents' fucking shit and they have to deal with it. But this is different. This is, I mean, by even the most tested viewers or passive viewers of politics uh can recognize that this is very different you know yeah well at least it seems to be and the other thing too i i want to and we'll finish this but i want to point out a few things obviously the people listening to this on audio you know they can't see this but i i want to point out that we're watching this on cnbc's uh youtube channel Okay, CNBC isn't necessarily a Trump, you know, like a MAGA network at all, I think it's safe to say. And yet, you know, 6.6, you know, down votes to 1.8 up votes. That that means that, you know, that even the fucking normies are downvoting this. Well, you know what they'll say. Uh, if given the opportunity, that's just bot accounts. That's Russian bots. That's a Russian bot farm, uh, uh, you know, trying to bring trying to bring America and and President Biden and all of his glory down. Uh, you know, uh, of of course. Uh. The deal. That's why no American was attacked. 
Yes, I do, because look at it this way, and I'm going to, I have another meeting, for real, but. <laughs> for, for, for real, though, guys, I, I, look, look, babe, I'm sorry, but I have a meeting. I, I'm, I know there's, look, I'm sorry that I jizzed on your pillow, all right, look, but I have got a meeting, I've got to go, I, I really do, this is important, I'm, one, one last question, yeah, I mean, sure, I'll go grab you a water, sure, know, maybe a towel or something, but I got to go. I've, you know? I've got a meeting for I've got a meeting for real. What a, I've got a meeting for real. The fucking ninety thousand year old fucking president of the United States just said. <laughs> oh Jesus. Jesus Lord, please save us. Go ahead. Yeah, if yeah, start writing, folks. Oh Owen might actually be right if so. Oh, God. If I had indicated on May the 1st, I was not going to renegotiate an evacuation date. We were going to stay there. I'd have only one alternative. Pour thousands of more troops back into Afghanistan to fight a war that we had already won relative to why the reason we went in the first place. That's true. I have never been of the view that we should be sacrificing American lives to try to establish a democratic government in Afghanistan, a country that has never once in its entire history been a united country, uh-huh. And is made up, I don't mean this in a derogatory, made up of different tribes who have never, ever, ever gotten along with one another. Also uh, true. Okay, but then, he, okay, so follow-up question. Why didn't you tell Barry that? You were his VP for eight fucking years. Well, Sammy, see, his speechwriters did not write that for him back then (laughs) you see he was not prompted to say these things because what he's saying is what the likes of ron paul and so many other you know libertarian types uh but ron paul obviously being the most prominent have been saying for almost my entire life same publicly yeah same here but right again i'm i'm you know Let's pretend this isn't part of the script. I, I'm asking the question, you know. Obviously, I'm just, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions, bro. I'm just asking questions here, bro. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We're almost done. Let's go. Oh, for yeah. So, as I said before, this is the last comment I'll make. We'll have more chance to talk about this, unfortunately, beyond because we're not out yet. If. Osama bin Laden, as well as Al-Qaeda, had chosen to launch an attack when they left Saudi Arabia out of Yemen, would we have ever gone to Afghanistan? Even though the Taliban completely controlled Afghanistan at the time, would we have ever gone? I know it's not fair to ask you questions, this is rhetorical, but... Raise your hand if you think we should have gone and given up 
thousands of lives and tens of thousands of wounded. Our interest in going was to prevent Al-Qaeda from re-emerging, first to get bin Laden, wipe out Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan, prevent that from happening again. As I've said a hundred times, terrorism is metastasized around the world. We have greater threats coming out of other countries, a heck of a lot closer to the United States. We don't have military encampments there. We don't keep people there. We have over the horizon capability to keep them from going out. Ladies and gentlemen, it was time to end a 20-year war. Thank you so much. Ooh, Ooh boy. Uh. Sure, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that he doesn't fucking govern from Twitter. You know? Yeah, right. Fucking orange man. Oh shit. Uh, I'm sorry. To you and chat, I have. Uh, hold on. I'll be. I will be right back. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. That. That was. Uh, whew. Yeah, that was. Uh... <sighs> yeah, that was a real clusterfuck if I had ever seen one. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a real clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah, Lord, I I uh, I, I have to agree. That yeah, that that was painful to listen to, uh, and I'm not even sure. Uh, Yeah, I, and I see all these comments about, like, uh, yeah, I see all these comments about Larry Elder, all, I, I don't want to get sidetracked from all that stuff right now, I, I want to focus on, uh, this, yeah, uh, worse than Carter, yeah, Sean, uh, yeah, Way worse th- than Carter, I, I, I think. But, uh, yeah, anyway, um, sorry about that. So, you good? You, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Um, did you see, uh, President Trump, um, had a little thing he, he did earlier about uh, was it two hours ago? Here I'll send it to you in DMs. 
Okay, bro. Oh wow, our um, our poll here. So I made a poll in the oh fifty fifty. I see that. Yeah, I'm looking at it in the uh, YouTube chat. Will Biden be forced to resign? I'm a little. Uh, that's in, that's interesting. Yeah, our our um, poll. Granted, we only have like fourteen people watching at this time, but uh, it it's it's actually split, which I think is interesting. It is um, well, you know. It lines up with the rest of the country most most years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you get that thing? Yeah, let me see what you... Uh... It's just a little two-minute video of President Trump saying, if I... He was he's doing a uh, his remix of Wyclef Jean, if I was president... Uh, none of this would be happening. Everything would be awesome. Kind of bullshit, if you ask me. But he's right, to a certain extent. Because, uh... Yeah, nobody fucked with the lunatic with the orange skin and the crazy hair that had the, you know, his finger on the button. <laughs> yeah, they, they, were, they were afraid of him. Um, mm -hmm. but me... Let me pull this up again. Okay. All right, let me... Um... Man, my fucking thumb hurts, Sammy. And chat. ...the loss of our brave and brilliant America. As one nation, America mourns the loss of our brave and brilliant American service members in a savage and barbaric terrorist attack in Afghanistan. These noble American warriors laid down their lives in the line of duty. They sacrificed themselves for the country that they loved, racing against time to rescue their fellow citizens from harm's way. They died as American heroes, and our nation will honor their memory forever. I want to express my deepest condolences to the families of those we have lost. Today, all Americans grieve alongside you. Together, we also pray that God will heal the other courageous American service members who were wounded in this heinous attack. In addition, our hearts are with the families of all the innocent civilians who died and with the many men, women, and children who were terribly injured in this act of evil. This tragedy should never have taken place. It should never have happened, and it would not have happened if I were your president. Over the past few weeks, I know <laughs> that many Americans have felt profound sorrow and even pain watching the events taking place in Afghanistan, and perhaps none more so than the veterans of that 20-year war. Many of them answered the call proudly and without hesitation after the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. Every American who served in Afghanistan has made tremendous sacrifices for our country. On behalf of your fellow citizens, I want you to know that those sacrifices were not made in vain. We know what you did, 
We know how brave you were, and we thank you, we salute you, and we honor you for all time. I hope that every American will join me in continuing to pray for the safe return of all U.S. citizens and soldiers from Afghanistan in the coming days. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Now, that sounds incredibly, especially juxtaposed with what we just spent, you know, 25 minutes listening to ramble. That was not a press conference. That was a prepared speech. It was much more presidential, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it is a pretty stark contrast. If you're going to talk about leaders and you know what I mean? Like, that's what it really boils down to. Yeah, and and look, obviously there's going to be pushback saying, oh, well, it was from Trump's Save America pack. That was just a a pack ad. And and yeah, sure, you know, but that but it took it took Trump like uh 2 minutes to say what Biden said in 15 before the before the questions even. Uh, and yeah, you, yeah, that was kind of, uh, Trump's if I was president moment, but again, is he wrong? I don't think so. No, no. Other, other than the whole, I really didn't like the whole, if I was your president thing, because it's, that's just, you know what I mean? Like that. It's just it's classic Trump though. I guess I shouldn't I, I shouldn't be surprised or or mad at it, but it. Yeah, I mean, if, if I really wish I could do a fucking Donald Trump impression, if, if I've got to like plug my nose up, if I was your, uh, I can't do it. Oh hey hey there, Kermit. Yeah yeah we need to we need yeah yeah um yeah that I mean. And again, that is that's the one thing that is going to shoot Trump, you know, and. and you know, but again, that's the orange man saying mean things, I guess, you know, yeah. so, but anyway, well, I don't really know how to end this other than that was a fucking plane wreck, so, <laughs> um, hell yeah, you know how we could end it, Sam, we could tell the chat how much we love them, and despite all of this craziness going on in the world, and especially our country, and whatever country you're in, I guarantee it's fucking crazy right now. Um, just know that we love you. Yes. And there are more than more than just us do, right? We love them, Sam. Yes, we. And we, we love our audience, folks. We love. We love more than our audience. We love those. We love those that uh, probably hate us too. At least mm-hmm. I do. I, I, but, uh, I do too. Um, but but I, I personally would like to say, in closing, uh, that skateboarding is a young man's game uh, and Joe Biden is not my president. I, I would like to say in uh, closing, folks, that um, I really appreciate each and every one of you uh, who, you know, tune in every week to you know, watch this show as small as the live audience is and, you know, even more to the audio, you know, podcast listeners who download the show and you guys are what keep, uh, 
me doing this, you and uh, you know everyone who helped me with the show, Apex uh, <clears throat> included. So I really appreciate all of you. And you know, hey, when when the uh, when the going gets tough, uh, we we laugh at the uh, at the tough. So hell yeah, dude. Um, you know, I, I guess the good news is is we got the uh, we got the shitty news out, out of the way. So maybe on Saturday we can do something a little more interesting. Not sure. <laughs> not sure what. The, not sure. <laughs> That's what a long way. That's a long way from now. That's two fucking days. God only knows what the fuck's gonna happen. I know. I know, <laughs> I know, right? As soon as we promise, oh, we're gonna do a light show. We're gonna do like a lighthearted, funny, you know, just riffing comedy type show. Something else is gonna fucking happen. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, Sam, chat, everybody, podcast live. Thank you for tuning in. I'm personally grateful even though it merits me nothing other than perhaps shame for all the stupid shit that i say and do here but thank you for listening to my good friend sammy's podcast um and i hope you all are well and have a great night and folks from all of us here at ngc studios uh good night god bless and really folks i i know i say this every show but i i think especially tonight this uh means you know what God save this great nation. Uh, please. God, God, hold on. God help us. Yeah. Because God's not going to do it for us. You got to get off. We got to get off our fucking rape chairs and do it ourselves. Yeah. Good night, everybody. God, God give us strength. And uh, God free democracy in that order. And uh, let us maintain that as our creed. So good night, everyone. And uh, I'll see you on the next show. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy. In that order.